an ironic media production. Visit us at ironickmedia.com. Welcome to the Affiliate Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Stark. In this podcast, I'll be sharing messages of hope, healing, and transformation. I'll teach you how to shift your mindset, conquer your fears, and become the best version of you. You'll get to witness healings as well as hear from my mentors, teachers, and about the extraordinary journey I've been on for the last 14 years. My connection with energy is so strong and I can't wait to share it with you. Let's get started. I'm here with Holly Bertone and she is a badass. I like you are the you are just like the most dynamic person. First of all, you're so adorable and so cute. Like you're like pint size, you know, like cheer. <laughs> you've been in triathlons and or you've done triathlons and you used to mountain bike. You survived breast cancer and Hashimoto's. You used to work for the government in like the top nation security office or something like that. Like you are, you're so <laughs> badass. I love it. So that's why I've invited Holly on to the show. She's a good friend of mine. She's full of joy and gratitude and cheer, always has a positive outlook and is just super fun to be around. So I thank you for being on the show and for coming on to talk to us about what it's like to survive breast cancer, survive that diagnosis. And guys, she has been on TV shows, radio shows, podcasts like Better Homes and Gardens. You, there's like almost nowhere you haven't been. <laughs> and the Dr. Nandy show. So I can't even begin to say how... You're always working on something. You're always giving back. She even did this camp challenge for parents who have their kids at home. Check out her website. Her website is pinkfortitude.com. You can get tons of information. She has an awesome Pinterest, DYI, like to the max. I don't know how you do it all. So tell us about your dark night, really. Like when you got your diagnosis, like what that was like, where were you in your life? What were you doing? First of all, can I just say thank you so much for having me on the show. I absolutely love your podcast. I've just been so inspired by the episode. So I'm glad that you've taken this big step to, uh, you know, to, to, to put this out there. And secondly, just absolutely adore you as a friend, as a healer, as a coach. And I just, the, the time that I spend with you, I'm just, I'm truly blessed and, and truly honored. And number three, I mean, hello, thank you for the self-esteem boost today. <laughs> <laughs> you are, you are badass. You're so badass. I was like, who is she talking about? <laughs> Every time I talk to you, you reveal something even cooler that you've done. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so the, before we get to the kind of the dark night and you touched on it a little bit, it kind of helps to know where I came from before that, just because it puts everything into perspective because I hit two rock bottoms, which is always fun. Like, cause you know, one's never enough. Um, <laughs> I'm an overachiever, but you know, no, before all that, like I was the quintessential overachiever at work. I had a, um, I was the chief of staff of a national security office at one of the nation's three letter federal agencies that they make TV shows about. And I'm under an NDA. So we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> um, so that was kind of the overachieving career. And then I also, yeah, I did, I raced in X Terras. I was the only civilian on the Marine Corps mountain bike team, which was kind of fun. So wow. yeah, those are the, the badassery days. As you say. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. So everything was just perfect in my life or I thought so on paper. It's like, you know, it was like, ah, she has it all. You know, I was you know, living in sin with my boyfriend and, you know, he had a, a you know, his son part-time from his uh, previous marriage. And yeah, I mean, life was perfect. And then on my 39th birthday, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. So yeah, that was, you know, happy birthday to me. Some girls get earrings and roses and my gift was breast cancer. Two days after the diagnosis was when um, my then boyfriend, now husband proposed. So it was, you have breast cancer and will you marry me? So life was just got really, really epically messy from that point on. I went through surgery, chemo and radiation. So I did, I had it all. The first month was a lot of throwing things and screaming and anger and denial and depression. And I mean, yeah, I broke a few plates. I think it was just a really normal reaction, you know, especially coming out of left field, like, oh, you know, super healthy person. And all of a sudden you have breast cancer, but then everything kind of settled down. And I had this like piece that this was a gift and I had no idea what this meant. And this was back in 2010. I had no idea what that meant, but I just felt like this is a gift. I have a lot of peace and this is where I'm supposed to be in life. Fast forward one year later, I was diagnosed with Hashimoto's thyroiditis, which is an autoimmune condition. And it's a really sluggish thyroid, basically. And subsequently, everything kind of turned into, um, at times, debilitating chronic fatigue. Mm -hmm. So it was my health journey has been up and down and all over the place since then, you know, for the last 10 years. And, you know, I really turned it around. Like I always thought I was kind of like super healthy, but just eating a lot cleaner and that lifestyle of just being healthy and clean, not just that, but just kind of detoxing all the crap out of my life Mm. and realizing that, you know, the overachiever, this, you know, super successful career, you know, the elite athlete, like all of that is awesome, but it wasn't fulfilling my potential and it wasn't where I was supposed to be, if that makes Mm -hmm. sense. Like I I learned that my gift was something completely different than being the overachiever. So So how did you come to that? How did you realize that? Like, I mean, I guess everybody knows that the dark night really causes us to pause and like (laughs) look at everything and that's the point of it. So how did, what was it, what did it look like for you? You know, I don't know if there was like one specific incident. I think it was just a lot of time and years. Um, You know, I started meditating. I never really asked why me. It was more why me, right? Like not a why me as in a woe is me. It was a why me as in, okay, what am I supposed to do, right? How am I supposed to use this? Like Mm. this is my new superpower, like breast cancer and Hashimoto's and chronic fatigue and health issues and like, this is now my superpower. How am I supposed to use this for good? And, you know, and I remember even during treatment, I mean, going to Walmart and barely being able to, you know, push the cart. But I refused to ask for help because I was like, I, I need to be as normal as possible. And I just, I need to have this journey in my own way. Not that I recommend that. I always recommend asking for help. <laughs> I just remember being like doubled over, barely being able to push the, the shopping cart at Walmart and looking around at all these people who are sad. They just, they had frowns on their faces. They just, their whole demeanor was unhappy. And I'm like, I just went through chemo, like the bone pain that you go through with chemo. Like, I mean, it is the, the pain. I mean, it emanates from your bones. Like it's just, it's unbearable. It keeps you up at night. I can't even describe how horrible chemo is unless you've gone through it, you know? And then Walmart, I'm looking at all these people like, what is wrong with you? Like, why are you so unhappy? 
it just, it really made me realize like, you know, life is a gift. And it was just kind of over time, I think that that light just kept getting brighter and brighter. Yeah. And you're like, if I can find the good in this, why can't these people? And then that's where you were like, okay, I guess I have to be that person who helps people get happy. Right, right. <laughs> um, you know, you do have that 30 day gratitude challenge, which I highly recommend. Because first of all, I mean, gratitude really does change your vibration. It really does shift your reticular activating system. It does all the things that you would think it would do. But it also just overall feels good just to say what you're grateful for. And and it really does make you happy and you walk around with a smile on your face and you feel just happier. And it is scientifically proven that gratitude and negative emotions cannot live in the same space. Yes. So even if it's for just a moment in time that you have gratitude, that's all that's there. Yeah. The body can't be in two places at once. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then what was up next? Like what got you to starting Pink Fortitude? It was actually a friend of mine who ended up dying of uh, brain cancer. We were diagnosed at the same time. He actually was the one that kind of started me on the blog. We were kind of challenging each other to see who could be more funny and more irreverent to cancer. And it was just at that point, just kind of a hobby blog and just something I did just, you know, kind of randomly. Probably about 2015, 2016, I really started to kind of focus the blog on healthy living and healthy lifestyle for women with chronic illness with, you know, either cancer or autoimmune disease or chronic fatigue and, you know, really had a lot of fun with that. And then 2017, I was, um, I had a just epic health crisis and uh, position that I was in at work. I had what's called FMLA, uh, which is the Family Medical Leave Act. And it basically, it gives you, it's a, it's a legal protection for when you have a sickness or you're on maternity leave or you're caring for a family member, it's a legal protection. And uh, they actually illegally rescinded it. It was one of those really, really difficult situations, but I decided it was like, you know what, my health could, I could end up in the hospital at this point for a very long time. I'm not doing anyone any good. I'm not there for my family. I'm not there for my work. I'm not there for any, like, I'm not even there for myself. Like, I can't function at this point. So I ended up resigning from a six-figure income. Overnight, our income was divided by two, and it was a really tough move. But it gave me a chance to really focus on my health, focus on my family, and then, you know, really focus on building Pink Fortitude to the business that it is today, which, you know, has just been absolutely amazing. And you know, gratitude was never initially in the forefront of what I wanted Pink Fortitude to be about, but it just, it just kind of happened. And, you know, gratitude builds fortitude. It was when I was growing up, my mother had Addison's disease, which is a rare uh, chronic illness, uh, very, very rare uh, adrenal disease. And, you know, she was in and out of the hospital and they told her she was pregnant with me when she was diagnosed. They told her she'd never lived to the age of 30, that I'd never be born. She actually, I'm here. Hello. (laughs) And then she actually just passed last year. So she Mm -hmm. lived like 72, 73 years, Mm -hmm. but all growing up, all I ever heard was, you know, the tough times build fortitude, the tough times build fortitude. It was during my own tough times that I'm like, ah, this is what she's talking about. And, you know, again, I'm a little bit of an overachiever, you know me. (laughs) So I'm like, you know, it's not just the tough times build fortitude. I'm like, it's gratitude that builds fortitude. And it is scientifically proven. Like there are scientific studies that show the the benefits of gratitude. And it is a scientifically proven fact that gratitude builds fortitude. So you know what? I'm hanging my hat on that one and I'm preaching it to the world. Yeah. 
we need more gratitude. We need more fortitude, especially in these times. I mean, my goodness, anytime that we can just shift away from the narrative that's going on and, and go inward and think about that, which by the way, you have such an amazing practice every single day, right? Mm-hmm. You get up, you do your gratitude, you read Bible verses, correct? Yes. Yeah. I, so you are envisioning your role in the world so clearly every single day, which I love. Yeah. I wake up. The first thing is my, my gratitudes and then my prayer and then I meditate and then I do my Bible study. So it's about 45 minutes to an hour, just kind of depending on the day. So if I have to shorten it 30 minutes, but that's, that's no shorter than that. That's wonderful. So you also have a whole separate thing going on where you're getting into the workplace, right? You're helping people who are suffering from autoimmune disease know what their rights are and be able to activate them, right? Or is that what you would call it? Activate them? <laughs> well, yeah. So after everything that I went through, I realized that, you know, and I've got this, you know, healthy lifestyle blog and everything, but I realized that if I'm going through this and I can't find any resources, like, you know, there's 54 million Americans that have an autoimmune disease, 70 are women. And if you do really rough math, it equates to about 15 and that's one five million Americans working in a full-time job. That's before coronavirus and unemployment that have an autoimmune disease. So I'm like, okay, I'm not the only one out there. So yeah. So I just really wanted to provide the advocacy and the resources to help individuals to, you know, who are in those positions in the workplace to know their rights to for employers as well to know the responsibilities and as an invisible illness it's like you look fine on the outside i mean to look at me you'd never know how sick i was you know so to kind of end that stigma and to end that invisible illness and and the discrimination against this so yeah it's it's been a great advocacy great and you also have the uh, mystery illness summit yes you guys, you see how what I'm talking about? Like she's got so much stuff. <laughs> and you've um, been uh, you just, just, amazing as a speaker in that. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. You know, you just, you see a hole and you fill it. Like that is you. And I do have a brain that works very similarly, which, so I can totally understand. But I feel like you have, you find time or something like that to just do like a hundred more things than I could do in a day. <laughs> but anyway, it's so wonderful. So you have this mystery and illness summit. You've interviewed so many doctors about alternative healing and how to detoxify your life. You, you are so knowledgeable about all that stuff. So how'd you make that huge leap from going from like what everybody uses, you know, all the time or what we grew up using to realizing that, you know, a chiropractor is actually pretty essential and, you know, why don't you fill in the blanks? <laughs> well, you know, you talk about the reticular activating system. Say it again. Reticular activating system. Yeah, 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 that one. <laughs> I know it is. I could just never pronounce it correctly. You know, as a, as a blogger, I kept seeing all these articles about going gluten-free. Every time I turned around, it was an article about going gluten-free. I'm like, oh, please, whatever, right? And just kind of rolled my eyes at it. And finally, enough of them hit me. I'm like, okay, whatever. And I just started reading and I was like, you know what? Let me give this a try. It sounds really bizarre. And I mean, it's a like crazy fad thing that, you know, weird people do. So whatever. I gotten enough information. Let me just give this a try and prove this wrong. And within three days, my migraines and I mean, my, I would get maybe two migraines a week, give or take hmm. uh, migraines instantly gone. And wow. I was like, hmm. I think that's what they call a clue. (laughs) (laughs) So that's really what got everything started. And um, dairy came soon thereafter. I always knew I was kind of lactose intolerant. So dairy came soon thereafter. Um, A lot of sugar, I eliminated a lot of sugar and processed food. And then it just was kind of the whole like starting in my household and eliminating toxins and learning how to make 
my own cleaning products and beauty products. And yeah, it just, it, it was just kind of an avalanche at that point. Right. I know what it's like to go down that rabbit hole, you know, where you're just like, we probably were doing research around the same time. I, I might've even been reading your blogs, <laughs> which is so crazy to think about. But yeah, I mean, I, I was like, everybody's talking about gluten-free and, you know, maybe I'll try it. And then I was like, whoa, I do feel a difference, you know, being gluten-free and And then also just wheat in general, like, you know, not necessarily just the gluten is making the difference, but the wheat actually for me. And it's funny too, because like my, my husband's a retired Green Beret and I have a teenage stepson. So I always joke, I was like, I have the two biggest critics on the planet. Like, I mean, they don't come any more critical than (laughs) those two. And yeah, they embrace it. I mean, every once in a while, you know, we'll laugh about a failure of a dinner, but for the most part, like, you know, they've embraced it. They, you know, they, they love eating super healthy and, you know, they tolerate all the homemade stuff and, you know, so they've, they've really learned to embrace the lifestyle too, which is, Oh, that's amazing that I didn't realize that they were also doing it with you. Like I know that they eat healthy, but so they eat the gluten-free stuff. Yeah. Wow. Every once in a blue moon, I'll, I'll let gluten come into the house, but yeah, for the most part, they have to suffer with me. (laughs) Unfortunately with my son, I aim to like go gluten less. (laughs) But, you know, I just, it's so hard with him being so young and like sandwiches and things like that. But yeah, he, you know, for a long time, it was easier when he was littler because he was just oblivious. So I, instead of spaghetti, I would do like the zucchini noodles and he had no idea. And oftentimes actually I can get stuff in because he just has no idea it's there. But anyway, yeah. So wow. Good for you getting that in there with them because that is tough. Especially if people don't have necessarily such an issue with it, right? A lot of us are either sensitive or intolerant or like totally get, uh, what is it called? Um, Oh, celiac? celiac, Yeah. And then Mm -hmm. some of us are celiac, right? So there's different levels of intolerance and it's probably not a good idea for anybody. It's like inflammatory, but some people can handle it, right? Right. Because other things aren't inflaming them. So yeah, I I definitely went down that journey and I was like, wow, I never even thought about all the chemicals that I've been using in the house, you know, and, and then I found essential oils, which I know you also love as well. Mm -hmm. And once you go down that rabbit hole and you're just like, wow, I had no idea. And we just keep lathering these things on us and putting them all over our houses and like dryer sheets. When I found out that dryer sheets had so many chemicals and like everybody thinks of like, that's the epitome smell of like clean or cleanliness, Right. Right. And people are like, oh, it smells so good. I'm like, oh my God, if you only knew how many chemicals. They could be like 4,000 or something, right? Isn't it like- Yeah, it's 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 crazy what they put in those things. Yeah. Yeah. So overall, just eliminating those things, obviously, you know- Oh yeah, we do fire uh, low. Wool wool dryer balls and yeah, yeah, no static. Right, yeah. Chemicals, no static, easy. Yeah, it's so simple. And for a while, like, cause I was living in Florida, I didn't even need a dryer ball. <laughs> it was so humid that there wasn't any static oh, electricity. True. You know, we were talking earlier about kind of purpose and mission and life is going to happen to all of us, right? We don't like, I don't think there's any of us that get out of life, coming out of life with the puppy kisses and, you know, the, the rainbows and the butterflies and everything like that. Like it's going to happen to all of us, you know, I mean, whether it's, family problems or financial or health issues or just stuff going on in the world or whatever. Like it happens to all of us. There is no escaping it. You know, it's like you have a choice. You can either be a victim, you can let it affect you, or you can take a stand and you can be the light, you know, and I just, it's, it's taken me a lot of years, but it's, Having gone through what I went through, it would be really easy just to lay in bed every day and be depressed and say, woe is me. I mean, just the, the health issues that I have have been so epic. 
that it would be justifiable. But I don't think that way. And it's not just for your own good. It's, it's for the good of the world, right? You know, using those circumstances that that's happened to you and, you know, saying why me, but in a different way, like, why me? Like, why do I get to do this? Like, this is exciting. Like, okay, yeah, the crap sandwich just happened. But what does that mean? Like, what gift is this? Like, what do I get to do with this? And yeah, that's, that's what I try to share with this world. And that's a, that's a big piece of the gratitude. It's, you know, it's being thankful for those, for those circumstances and not being thankful that, you know, my, my life is a crap sandwich right now, but being thankful that, you know what, I get to do something different. And what is that blessing going to be? And being, being like really excited about that. Yeah. Well, that's what I teach a lot of my clients. And that's definitely what I talk about on the podcast is just how is this happening for me rather than happening to me? You know, like what cool things am I going to learn about myself or what am I going to bring to the world? And that makes all the difference in the healing, right? When you can feel empowered, then you start to, you know, line up your reticular activating system to find those things that are in alignment with your healing and what you're going to provide for the world. And so basically that was what you did. You just kept shifting and and looking for how you could be of service. And and I love that. And I mean, I can't even imagine what you're going to accomplish in the next 10 years. (laughs) You're so amazing. And um, And I just, I keep going back to that Abraham Hicks quote that, you know, more of this, please, more of this, please. You know, I mean, that's all about gratitude is more of this, please. Like you just tell the universe, like, this is what I want. Yeah, I love it. You you definitely just understand how important it is to take care of your energy field, attract the things that you want into your life. Like you really are out there pulling in awesome stuff. And and it shows. Like, I mean, if you look at your website, you can see all of the amazing things that you've done and how you're being of service and how you're pulling in more, you know, opportunities to be of service. And that is where it's at. I mean, you know, a lot of people would get a diagnosis or have gotten a diagnosis of breast cancer or, and or Hashimoto's and haven't received it the same way that you have. And it's such a blessing that you've received it that way and that you have turned it into such an amazing journey, you know, that you're sharing with so many people. And I love that you started your blog. I was called something crazy like coconuts and (laughs) the original title was coconut head survival guide. Because when I was going through cancer, my head was bald, but it was like patchy, like dog with mane patchy. And then I had these like little hairs that stuck up like a coconut head. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't realize that was what, where it came from. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. But then it was, you know, it just, it, it really expanded into just kind of a healthy lifestyle blog and yeah, coconut head just didn't seem appropriate anymore. And <laughs> pink fortitude just, I mean, literally the name just, it came instantly. Like I just, I knew so fortitude well. as the nod to my mom and, you know, pink is the nod to, to breast cancer and to women. And yeah. So how are you doing health wise today? Like, are you healthy and you're vibrant or are you still struggling? I mean, I know that is an up and down journey a lot of times with autoimmune disease. It is. It is an up and down journey. I definitely have, you know, good days. I have bad days. Um, just the the last few months with all of this going on, I think really hit the, hit the stress and the, the inflammation. And it's, it's been a rough couple months, um, just with a lot more flare ups than normal, but you know, it's, I just, I make the best of every single day, regardless of how I feel. Right. And one of the things that I know that you like to do is tap, right? Oh my goodness. I have been a tapping machine lately. I am just like, (laughs) if tapping was my job, I'd be a millionaire at this point. 
<laughs> there Thank is, you. There Thank are you, Amy Stark. <laughs> you're welcome. Thank there you for teaching of, me that. <laughs> you're welcome. There are a lot of uh, triggers right now, obviously. So, you know, it is such an awesome tool for being able to handle the triggers and get through these epic times right now. And especially, I know you're sensitive, just like I am. And if you don't know how to clear your energy, oh, you should tell the story about when you, when you noticed that clearing your energy was so impactful. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So you taught me this and because, you know, you're like super awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. And can I just say too, I, so I'm a Christian and I just love how you have helped me merge the energy and the spirituality with my beliefs. And it's like my faith has probably grown 10 times since I've met you. So thank you for that. It's, it's been a true gift. But um, I, I definitely, I was like, I was thinking, I was like, I wanted, I definitely wanted to share that on the, on the podcast. Cause I know a lot of, you know, people kind of wonder is, you know, is this okay for a Christian? And so I just, I, I definitely wanted to share that. Um, but yeah, so concerts for me, I mean, obviously with, you know, fatigue issues, con- concerts will wear me out, but the biggest thing, like I would come home from a concert and we don't go that often, you know, so we kind of pick and choose like the really, really good ones that I would come home and literally could not sleep. Like I was so wired, like just everything. Cause you know, I'm high on the empath scale and just super sensitive and didn't realize just being in that type of crowd that I'm just like sucking in all of the energy and just Mm. with the loud noise and the lights and everything like that. After working with you and everything like that, like I, I went to actually, I want to say it was Elton John's concert. Mm -hmm. And yeah, yeah. Which was on my bucket list. I've been in love with him since like 1976. Don't do the math. But yeah, I had my my um, blue blocker glasses and I put earplugs in and I cleared my energy and I, I came home and slept like a baby. And I was like, oh my goodness, this works. This really, really works. <laughs> yep, it does. So, yeah. And I was like, you know what? If it works on a big scale, it can definitely work on a small scale too. I mean, that is a huge onslaught of energy going to a concert. You have to be prepared for that if you're an empath. Yeah, thankfully, I have been that kind of person that doesn't shy away from those opportunities because they are so amazing, you know, going to a concert like Elton John's. You know, there are empaths that are like, I can't do those things. And I really wish that everybody knew how to clear their energy. By the way, you can get that on my website. You, If you sign up on the newsletter, you'll get a podcast that will tell you all the steps to how to do it. So that's what we're talking about is clearing your energy and then the tapping also as well, you know, to help raise your vibe, work on the things that are holding you back, where you're finding resistance and really finding balance in, you know, what you want to accomplish and not blocking yourself unconsciously, right? You know, that's always like such a tough thing is like, if you see that resistance showing up, take a look at it and then use tapping if you can to resolve that resistance because Oh, so many times we shoot ourselves in the foot and we don't even know why. Oh, I know. Or we, we don't even know that it was us. <laughs> We're like, oh man, look at that thing that just happened to me. And we brought it to ourselves. You know, and it's the thing too, like you just, if you don't know, you don't know, right? right. Like you go out into a big crowd and I mean, you would never put the two and two together unless, you know, like someone like you, like you, you know, listen to your podcast or, but you just don't know this stuff until you know. And then you're like, oh, that's Right. I, it was so funny when I learned about how sensitive I was. Um, I was like, Oh, that's why I hated to go to all those like department stores with my mom when I was younger. Like I would hide in the circular like racks, you know, I didn't even have, I think they still have those. But anyway, I'd be hiding in there because I didn't like the light. I didn't like the energy. I didn't like the people. I didn't, it was just too much. And then 
now that I have tools, obviously, I'm fine with going to those places when I need to. And you know what? I love Las Vegas and a lot of empaths don't love Las Vegas. But for whatever reason, I think I, I can handle it because of my tools. So you don't want to miss out on things because of yeah. being sensitive. So Holly, is there anything else you want to share with our listeners? I think we covered a lot. Yeah, we did. <laughs> um, we well, really did. Thank you for being on the show. It was so great to see you and chat thank with you, you and so talk about your journey. Thank you me. Yeah. And I, like I said, I just absolutely love that, you know, you have this podcast now and just to be able to share your gift with the world and just working with you. I mean, you really changed my life and I will love you forever for that. And I just, I can't thank you enough. So I'm glad that, that you're able to, to share your gift with the world now too. Thank you. And I love you and you're just amazing light in this world. So thank you for doing that and keep doing that. <laughs> <laughs> All content provided by Amy Stark and her guests on the Ophelia Podcast website or other platforms, including text, images, audio, or other formats, were created for informational purposes only. Always seek the advice of a physician or qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Amy Stark is not a doctor or a therapist. 